Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi, welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. I'm super excited. I have Heidi on today, who's an Army brat. Hi, Heidi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. So tell me kind of what it's like, you know, not that we just talked for like 40 minutes before we even started, (laughs) but tell me what it's like growing up military and Army life and all of that. Yeah, well, um, so I was born in Arizona, like in Fort Chuka, I believe, is the military base there. Yeah. Um, Sierra Vista. Um, and then we moved from Arizona to Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia to Fairbanks, Alaska. Fairbanks, Alaska to San Antonio. San Antonio to Marietta, Georgia for a little bit. Then up to Fort Meade, Maryland, and now I'm in Belgium. And so, you know, that was a lot of moves. (laughs) Um, And it's, it was probably like the best like years of my entire life. My dad ended up retiring, I don't know, like 2016, 2015 um, in Fort, not Fort Meade, Fort Sam Houston. And um, then he ended up getting his dream job of doing exactly what he was doing, <laughs> alien, um, which made us move up to Fort Meade and now Belgium. And so even though I'm not technically in the military anymore, I still feel like I'm in the military. Yeah. Um, and so like, even though my military rat days probably ended in 2015. I still feel like, you know, it's still part of me, you know, I'll never not be a military brat. Yeah. It's always a part of you. It never leaves. You always have those like life experiences that are just so Mm -hmm. unique. Yeah. Like I, um, don't really know a lot of people who could say, oh yeah, like I've been to the American Mexican border, but I've also been up to the Arctic circle. Yeah. You know, and within like 10 years of their life. Oh yeah. Yeah. People are lucky to, you know, do that much traveling in their entire life. Yeah. And then, um, I know some people who went from Alaska to Italy and she got to experience like all of Europe before she even turned 18. Yeah. And I'm like, and now I'm doing like the exact same thing with, um, living in Belgium now. Like, you know, there are people who literally travel for a job And like, this is just my life. Like, yeah. And it's cool to be able to like, you know, especially in Europe and those countries, Mm -hmm. you can just hop on a train and go wherever you want. Yeah. You can't do that in the States. (laughs) No. And it's like so weird to be. Sometimes I like think of Europe as like a country and like the countries as states. Yeah. Because of how, you know, I'm so used to living in America where it's like, oh, America is this huge giant country and like the states are like the same size as the countries in Europe. Yeah, I know. And yeah, like, it's just so weird that like Texas is bigger than Belgium. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. 
Like we could drive across Belgium in less than one day. Yeah. And Texas it takes hours. like so long to just get from one end of the state to the other end of the state. Yeah. I think it took us like 12 hours just to get from San Antonio to Houston. <laughs> yeah. And like when we yeah. moved from Texas to Florida, the longest states we drove through were Texas and Florida. Because I mean, we're South yeah. Florida. So like you had to mm-hmm. drive a little while. But like Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, those were all quick. Texas and Florida. Oh yeah. my gosh, driving through is insane. Yeah. I remember like um when we moved out of Texas, I was like, are we still in Texas? Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like wake up four hours later, are we still in Texas? Yeah. yeah. We'll be here for quite a while. Yeah. But oh um gosh. so I just I feel like the military like really just like shaped who I am today because like you know without it like I don't even know I would have a personality without it like yeah because you if without the military I mean most kids grew up in the same house in the same mm-hmm. city with the same people and mm-hmm. you know while all of that sounds nice you know yeah. <laughs> us who travel I mean I only had two moves but you know still mm-hmm. to to us that have moved uh at least once or twice it's like yeah. yeah, staying in one, you know, school, that could have been nice. But, you know, you miss out on so many experiences, so many friends, like everything. I mean, we haven't talked for what, probably 10 years, eight years, yeah. something like that. And mm-hmm. I mean, we literally have been talking for like an hour now. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a military for you right there. Yeah. Like, um, my dad will run into buddies that he hasn't talked to in like 20 years mm-hmm. at the PX and we'll be like talking for three hours. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we have groceries. We have to go. <laughs> <laughs> like we have frozen. <laughs> <laughs> like carry yeah. this on up, like exchange yeah. numbers or something. Let's go. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, you guys live in the same, you know, state now. Like you can meet up. Uh, <laughs> we could come you know, carry this conversation later. Yeah. Let's go have, put our groceries away and then get dinner or yeah. something. Like, Yeah. Like you can invite them to the house later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so unreal the way that, I mean, even people that you never meet before, like you can sit down and have a full on conversation. Yeah. Like it really like forces you to become an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Like I remember um, my, so I go to school out in Washington state and I have some friends that go there from like, you know, moves and stuff. Yeah. And um, my like first couple of weeks of college, um, this one guy who was like almost a brother to me, he was like, oh, like, you, you know, come over to my apartment whenever, you know, I know like your first month of college, you're not going to really have a lot of friends. So if yeah. you get bored, you know, come over. And I like, I was like, oh yeah, like totally. But I never like went over to his apartment because I was like hanging out with like different groups of people. Yeah. And he was like, well, like you're doing like really good for like, you know, your first month of college. And I was like, well, yeah, but you know, I grew up moving around so often. Like I know how to make friends quickly. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. You just, yeah. You learn to be more accepting of everyone Mm -hmm. because you kind of have to be. Yeah. Like you can't be picky with your friends. No. And if you're going to be picky with your friends, especially when you're only going to be there for two years or three years, however long you're there for, you're going to miss out on so many people. Yeah. 
like, you know, I learned to sit down at a table in the cafeteria and just like introduce myself to people. Yeah. And then, you know, that was kind of like the friend group. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we even like in sixth grade, it was like there was a group of us and we always sat together. Yeah. Lunch. And I don't think any of us really had classes together either. Yeah. But we just like magneted to our table one day and then Mm -hmm. we all became friends. Yeah. And it's just like so weird, like especially on the first day of school, like, you know, we we were all in that like little lobby and you just find someone that looks friendly. You walk up to them, introduce yourself. Yeah. Hope they're not weird. (laughs) (laughs) And it was So. so weird. Those like first I think it was probably like the first week, maybe they'd let you go to your locker at Cole for like 10, like before, like as soon as you got there, you could go to your locker, get everything situated. And then once like you get into the school routine and everything, they wouldn't let you go to your locker until like, what was it like five minutes before class started? Yeah. So like you had to stand there and it wasn't Mm -hmm. that big of a space either. You all had to like crowd in there. Yeah. And you had to talk to people or you just stood there looking awkward. Yeah. And like, you know, especially like when you're in middle school, you think you're so cool with like a stuffed backpack. Yeah. Because, you know, you're too cool to use your locker. Yes. So that takes up like an entire person's space. Yeah. So like you're all like crammed in there like sardines. You're forced to talk to people. (laughs) And I saw this, um, like this thing on Pinterest about like um being friends with like your friends on sports teams yeah and someone was like oh like how do you meet meet friends so fast when you're on a sports team and some someone commented on it like well you're thrown into a cage and you're forced to become friends within like two weeks yeah I was like that's literally how it's like being in a like military school like you know you're all thrown into this little lobby you all have (laughs) experiences you meet each other and you're like okay that's it. We're going to become friends now. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you never know because you can get there and then meet a friend and be friends for two weeks and then mm-hmm. turn around and they're like, oh, we just got orders to go to, you know, this place. And it's like all the way across the country. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, that's great. Like time to meet a new friend, I guess. Yeah. You can't yeah, just like, have like um, one friend. Mm-mm. And I was talking to one of my friends in college I was like how like how do you make friends yeah because like I kind of threw myself into my friend group that I have now like they were all sitting with each other at a table like they all knew each other um right and stuff and I just sat down and I was like hey <laughs> hey there like, you know part of the friend group now yeah and I was like you know how did how do you you make friends and she's like well I've been friends with like the same people since you know, kindergarten. Mm-hmm. You know? And you and all like, grow up wow. together and then go to the yeah. same college and, yeah, you know, plan like, to have oh. the same life. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And she's like, well, how do you make friends? I was like, I just walk up to people and start talking to them. <laughs> like, you know, you can't, you can't be an introvert. <laughs> no, especially like I mean, for us too, it was so different because we started going to college in quarantine. More or less. And so that was even harder to make friends. So when you had those opportunities to make friends, you had to take them. Yeah. Like I remember um, my college 
they were like, oh, we're going to be like online for fall quarter. Mm-hmm. And then like the last like week before school started, they're like, mm, JK, we're doing it for some. <laughs> and so we had to book it across the country from Maryland to Washington. And then I got there. My parents were like, okay, like we're leaving now. Like, bye. Yeah. And it was like first time like away from my parents. And I only, I knew that we were going to be moving out to Belgium soon. So I was like, okay, well, like I had to get used to being the country by myself. Right. And I go into the cafeteria and everybody has like mass up. So you can only hear from like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to look at people with the eye and just hope that they're nice. Hope they're not weird. I and I have like a friend group that like, I honestly think is like set for life. Yeah. And like, you know, those social skills, like I probably w- would not have had if it wasn't for the military. Like, no, not at all. And you have to learn to be friendly Mm -hmm. and that's hard to do, especially when, I mean, I think another thing the military does teach you to do is read people pretty well. And so you can kind of tell who's going to be, you know, friendly, who's, who's not going to be that nice of a person. You can kind of tell, I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously sometimes you get it wrong too, but Mm -hmm. you can kind of pick those people out. And so you have to be able to like put on a brave face and, you know, just find someone, walk up to them and be like, hi there. Like, yeah. And it's so hard with those masks and everything too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, Everything I learned about people like went out the window once COVID started. I was like, okay. So like, I went off of people's like, like smiles. Yeah. See? Oh yeah. I was like, okay, well, now, you know, I have to look in their eyes. And some people, like, when they smile, they don't really smile with their eyes. Like, their eyes don't move. And so I was like, okay, well, like, how do I know if they're smiling or not? Yeah, because most of the time, if you have someone smiling back at you, they're going to be so much more friendly. And if you don't see someone smiling, either they're having a bad day or they're not friendly at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean... With the whole mask thing, like, thankfully, like, it's over at my school. So, like, now I'm able yes. to kind of, like, meet new people. And it was also so embarrassing um, when the mask policy got dropped at my university. Because I have met so many people my, like, freshman and sophomore year of college just from, like, sitting at random tables mm-hmm. that I would, like, sit at another random table that I thought was, like, a group of new people. And it turned out it was people that I've already sat with. And I was like, that's And they're like, Heidi, we've already met. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, hold on. Let me see. Let me recognize your eyes. Can you just put your hand over your face for a second? (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, just. (laughs) Yeah. But I just, I like. I know for like myself, I could be an introvert yeah. if I had the opportunity. Right. And by, you know, with like being a military rat, like, you know, it's kind of forced me to be like, okay, well, like, you know, throw yourself out there. It's almost like, like Uncle Sam just picked me up, threw me into the bed. <laughs> and like, okay, that's how you're going to make friends. Yeah. That's so. no, that's exactly how it goes. And then yeah. you're trying to all stay afloat at the same time and like, yeah, navigate this weird life. Yeah. And like some people's like parents are deploying and then like 
some people like you meet once and then like you never see them again. Yeah. And then they pop up on your Instagram and they're pregnant and you're like, wait. What happened? (laughs) There's 10 years. What happened in those 10 years? Yeah. Like, um, like I know so many people from like our middle school that like got married and like are having kids now. And I'm like, we, we were literally playing on a playground 10 years ago. I mean, think about it. I mean, we're 20. Like, we were, like, what, 12 then? Yeah. Like, it's insane to think about how much time has passed between Mm -hmm. then and now. Yeah. I was like, girl, like, I still picture everybody, like, whenever I think back to, like, our middle school days, I still picture everybody, like, their, like, middle school self. Yes. And I'm like, I was like, I cannot believe, like, that person's pregnant. Like, they're, like, 12. I know. no, we're 20 <laughs> and they're married. We've grown like, up now. Yeah. It's so weird to just, you know, I mean, most of these people, like, at least for me, I haven't talked to them in so long. And so it's yeah. like, you talk to them again and you're like, oh my gosh, so much has changed. Yeah. And like, especially like uh, my mom always tells me, like, when you don't see someone for a while, you like picture them the exact same. Yes. I was like, where you left off with them. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, wow. That's like when I, you know, go onto my Instagram and I see someone, I'm like, wow, you're not 12 anymore. <laughs> like, I'm not 12 anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. how it goes. And like, time doesn't stop. And it's like, yeah. Can we just slow down for a second? <laughs> like, yeah, like my dad is talking to me about my master's degree now. And I'm like, I feel like I just graduated high school. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like I'm watching Stranger Things and I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally my life right now. <laughs> and then like, I like think about it. I'm like, wait, I'm not their age. No. Like that's not me right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching it with my dad. He was like, I'm never going to watch Stranger Things. And then all of a sudden he was like, I'm going to watch Stranger Things. And I'm like, okay. Okay. Sounds great. So, no, I yeah. missed out on like two seasons of it and I need to go back and watch it. Cause I watched like the first one, half of the second one. And then I just watched the fourth one. And I'm like, I'm yeah, gonna go back and catch myself up when I have yeah. time, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's so weird just like, you know, we're graduating soon from college, yeah. not high school, college. Yeah, like um my first ever like military friend, she just graduated from college. Yeah. And then her sister graduated a couple years ago, I think two years ago, and now she has a baby. And I'm like, you guys were my babysitters. Like, <laughs> like my sisters growing up because like I don't yeah. have any siblings. Right. So I was like, you know, like they were the ones that I looked up to because like they, my both of our parents worked together. So we both knew, you know, what our parents did. Um, and then our dads got deployed with each other at the same time. Yeah. And so every single experience I had in the military, they had at the same time with me growing right. up. And so now, like, looking at them on Instagram, I'm like, we literally grew up together. And now you're out of college having a baby. And, like, the other one's about to get her master's degree. And I'm like, this is this is insane. It really is. And, like, yeah. so many things change so quickly. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I just went up to DC and did like a scholarship event where we um, helped to welcome in the new scholars to this program. Mm-hmm. And just seeing so many different kids and so many different stories. And, you know, it was cool to see like, you know, these people came from Texas. These people came from, you know, all over the place. But it's like, yeah. you know, you can relate to so many different people. And have completely different stories. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, time doesn't stop. So like next time I see these kids, if I ever see them again, they'll probably be graduated. And, you know, at that same point, like having kids and getting married. And it's like, you were just 18. (laughs) What happened? Like, especially with like my high school too, like people are getting like married like I just got like this friend request on Facebook of this girl that was on my cross country team and now she's married and she's in the Marines. Oh my goodness. I'm like, I was like, girl, we were in ninth grade history together. <laughs> and now you're married. Yeah. Like I will say that's one thing that I love about social media though. <laughs> like I hate it and I try not to be on it so much. Yeah. Although that's, you know, social media marketing is going to be my career. Um, but you know, it all works out, but that's the nice thing about it is that you can connect with so many people. And as long as Mm -hmm. you remember like someone's name, it's so easy to find them or, you know, someone who knows someone who knows someone and you just get the, um, the list of people who you should follow. And you're like, Oh, I know this person. I completely forgot they existed, but I know them. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, um, one of this, this girl from my church, uh, she knew somebody that we went to middle school with. Yeah. And uh, like, I forgot, forgot his name. I keep on forgetting his name. (laughs) uh, It's like a very, like, if you hear it, you would know who we're talking about. And, um, she's like, oh yeah, like I'm talking to my friend, like so-and-so. And And I was like, wait, so-and-so? Who are you talking to? And I was like wait, hold on, let me see a picture. And so she showed me a picture and I was like, I went to middle school with him. Yeah. And then we went on FaceTime and he was like, oh my gosh, Heidi, like I completely like forgot that you existed. I was like, I forgot you existed too. (laughs) And like, she was like, wait, you guys know each other? And we're like, yeah, we went to middle school together. Like, you know, like we were in all the same classes. Yeah. It's so unreal. Like just how, I mean, we said earlier that, you know, the military is not that small of a community, but it all integrates together. Like, you know, this giant web where everything overlaps and it's like, it's a huge community, but it feels like a small community at some points too. Cause you just know everyone to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Like, um, my first military friend ended up playing soccer with my cousins yeah. And I'm like, so they know my cousins, my cousin knows them. And like, now we're like a big, like kind of friend group with like her family, my family, my like cousin's family. Right. And it's just like, so weird because like, I knew them first. <laughs> like, you know, we never thought like they would meet my cousins, but they yeah. did. It's really yeah. strange just how, how everything works. Yeah. And it's fun just, you know, living the lifestyle and traveling and exploring and meeting new people. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. No, I like I remember my dad's um, 
work buddy, he pulled me aside and was like, oh, like, how did you like the military? It was at my dad's retirement. And I was like, oh, I liked it. Yeah. Like, you know, I had an amazing experience. Like I moved from Texas, well, Alaska to Texas and drove through all of Canada. We stopped at like Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, you know, you never, I've never seen so many national parks in like one trip before. Yeah. And it took us, I mean, it took us two weeks and by the, the end of the two weeks, we we're like, okay, like we're, we're ready to get there. <laughs> but, um, you know, like you can't, like you never met anybody. You'd be like, oh yeah, I went from Alaska, drove all the way through Canada on a dirt road. Yeah. And then went to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you can't say that. And yeah. You know, those are the little things that it's like you get with the military life because you get to travel and explore the world, Mm -hmm. even if it's in the middle of a PCS. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know one person who's like, oh, I want to join the military to like travel. And one person was like, oh, you don't really travel that much to the military. And I was like, you do. Yes, you do. (laughs) And even as like, you know, there's a difference between children and service members. Service members travel service members travel so much more than like yeah. you know the rest of the family does. Yeah. And you can see the entire world. Like yeah. that was my thing is I said I wanted to travel the world. Like that's you know, my goals in life were to be a wife, be a mom, and travel the world. Mm-hmm. Like the rest of it, I just didn't care about. I mean, I'm still that way, but I have, you know, goals in life too. But you know, <laughs> um, and so my parents just kept telling me, join the military, join the military. And I'm like, no, I am, I can't join the military myself. Like, that's just, you know, I want to be a part of it still, but I can't join it myself. And I didn't want to mm-hmm. be a spouse or anything like I, w- I was good. But then it's yeah. like, you know, actually, you know, one day I will be a spouse. And so it's like, you know, it's cool sitting in the spouse's kind of chair now instead of the kids. Yeah. And, you know, seeing it from that different side and it's like, now I actually am going to get to travel the world again, you know, to a different extent and experience all that. Mm -hmm. Like, I know my dad's like, my dad went on a lot of deployments as a kid. Um, They were short deployments though. So, you know, that was a little bit lucky. Yeah. But he went to Cuba for one of them for like three months. And um, he would FaceTime us while he was just sitting on the beach in Cuba. <laughs> and it got down to the point where he got his fishing license and he was like oh fishing goodness. in Cuba. Um, and I remember one time we were FaceTiming with him and it was like his fifth day of just like not working and just sitting on a beach. Yeah. And we were like, okay, are you actually working or is this like. Did you, you just know, take a three month us? beach trip? Like, Yeah. And like he's gone to Hawaii a lot of times for like um work trips during the summer and like never took us um which oh you know we're still a, little, still a little mad about yeah but um you know like he learned how to longboard in Hawaii oh my goodness but, you know you can't really say like oh he learned how to longboard in Hawaii while I lived there yeah like you can't yeah you have to actually have like most people don't just say, I want to live in Hawaii and move to Hawaii. Like there yeah. has to be a really good reason, not just mm-hmm. I want to live in Hawaii to live in Hawaii. Yeah. And, and the military is that reason. Like, 
Like my dad went from Korea to Hawaii. And like imagine like going from like Korea to Hawaii. Like you don't you no really don't do that. No, and those are com- two completely different cultures too. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii is like from what I've heard of it, because I haven't been either, but it's like it's a whole different, you know, it's like a different country over there because it's yeah. the island life and there's nowhere else in the States that has that island life, really. Yeah. And like, I just like, I always forget that like, um, sometimes I forget of, like all my dad's moves because my dad was in the military right after he joined, right after he graduated from high school, he joined the military. Mm-hmm. And then I think like six years later, he met my mom. And so he had like six years of like, you know, being a bachelor in the military. Yeah. He got to experience a lot. And like, I forget like all of his travels sometimes I'm like oh this is his first time being overseas is in Belgium like no he lived in Korea for a bit yeah. I'm like oh well, he's only been to Afghanistan and Cuba but he's been to Honduras right like you know like sometimes I'll be going through wa- my wallet and I'll see like um like UK money <laughs> and I'm like wait where did I get this I'm like oh yeah my dad gave it to me <laughs> yeah I have like um in like a memory box or something, I have a like collection of just international money. Yeah. You know, that my dad had brought back. And then even when Jacob was in Japan, like he he has all the yen and stuff that yeah. I mean, he's like, you can just have it because I don't have anything to do with it. Like because yeah. what do you do with international money once you're home? Yeah. I mean, you can go like, and exchange it, but what get a dollar for it yeah like I think I have like two hundred dollars in like Honduran money yeah and it's like you could like exchange it for U.S. money but it's gonna be like five dollars yeah it's I'm really like, nothing okay, yeah but like it's cool to like keep it in my wallet and then accidentally oh gosh, yeah. try to use it to pay for it because <laughs> I forget so. it's so cool to have like you know just all of that money and it's like yeah it sh- it's like a passport. It shows where you've been or, you know, yeah. where people you know have been. Yeah. And like, um, in my coin purse, I have like, you know, Canadian quarters and stuff. And I like yeah. pull it out to pay for something. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't U.S. money. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Give me just a second. Yeah. Like one time I ended up counting it up and like I put it into a machine and it like stopped the machine from working. Oh my so, like, god. I didn't recognize that like one coin. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I just put a euro in. <laughs> that was such a <laughs> stupid mistake. Yeah. And now you had to like wait for people to like fix it yeah. and oh my god. Like, they're like, oh like what happened? I was like, okay, so like put a euro in there. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you explain that to someone? Yeah. I'm like, look, I was I'm tired. Just finished a test. <laughs> I just want the money count. And then like, you know, they get the quarter out and it looks nothing like any of the US dollars. And they're like, how how did you confuse this? Yeah. Like, look, look. (laughs) You just don't understand, I promise. Uh, And when you're just grabbing quarters out, you don't really look at it anymore. No, because it's so natural. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, one thing that I always like to ask is what advice would you give to another military child? 
one advice I would possibly give is, um, you know, just take advantage of it. You know, like I know a lot of um, military kids who just kind of sulked and was like, oh, this life is so stupid. Like I have it so bad, but you literally get to travel the world for free. Yeah. Like, you know, not spend, you can spend like your entire time in the military and being a military child and just sat at home and be like, my life sucks. And then you get out of the military and you're like, oh, well, I want to travel the world. But like, you had that opportunity for free. <laughs> like, there are so many people. You didn't who, take advantage of it. Yeah. Like, there's people who I know that are saving up to like go to Europe and it's going to be like thousands of dollars. But with the military, like, they pay, you know, to help you move out there. They pay for like, um, I know in Belgium, they pay for your rent. And so you have spending money. Yeah. And, you know, you're able to hop on a train for two hours and you're in Paris. Right. Like, you know, you have the best life you could possibly ask for. And like, yeah, it sucks when like your parents not there and like they're deployed. But at the end of the day, like you're you travel the world and you get to meet people, you get to meet cultures. Like I grew up with Hispanic abuelas. Yeah. Taking me. So my dad was deployed like a month after I was born. And my mom was like, oh, I don't know how to raise a kid. And these like little Hispanic abuelas from our church was like, oh, girl, we got you. <laughs> and my mom like calls me like Hispanic names sometimes. Yeah. She's like, oh, mommy, come here for a second. And people are like, oh, like, where did your family pick that up? Because like, we're not Hispanic. Right. And like, oh, from Arizona. Yeah. And then like, my, uh, like we picked up stuff from Alaska and people are like, oh, where's that from? And it's like, oh, Alaska. Yeah. You can, so, you know, you pick out different pieces of your life and associate yeah. them to a different area. Yeah. Sometimes it ends up being a like personality. I did like, you know, you don't know where you're from. And you don't <laughs> you're part of sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's fun. Yeah. Sometimes I change up where I'm from every single day. (laughs) Like, you know, today I'm going to be Southern or like today I'm going to be from Alaska. Well, and it's fun too, because the style, like clothing style is so different for everywhere that Mm -hmm. it's like, you can just mix and match and change it up and be a different person every day. And like, yeah. And like, you can say like, you're from somewhere different every single day and it won't be a lie because it's true. It's true. You've lived there before. Yeah. And so it's like so cool being like, oh yeah, like I'm from Alaska. And someone's like, well, I thought you said you're from Georgia. And it's like, I am. (laughs) I'm from everywhere. Yeah. Name name a country, name a state, been to, lived, you know. It's so true. Yeah. Just oh my goodness. You know, take advantage of the military. Yeah. Not many people get to experience it. And And you get a discount too at stores. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's the best thing ever. I love being like, do you have a military discount? And then like whipping out my ID and getting the discount. Yeah. I went on a trip with like a couple of my friends to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Mm -hmm. And I saved us so much money just from having that military ID. Like we're all spending stuff. And then I'd be like, wait, do you guys take military ID? And they'd be like, oh yeah, I do. And I was like, okay, well like here, I'll pay for everything. And then you guys can Venmo me back. Yeah. And it'll be like 10 like percent cheaper than it was originally and 10 percent doesn't sound like a lot but it sure adds up yeah yeah 
It's mm. insane. Yeah, and you feel like a little celebrity, like whipping out your ID, like <laughs> here I am. I was talking with another girl, and she was like, "It's like a little VIP pass." Yeah, like that's really what it is. It's yeah. insane. Like I got um, stuck over Christmas break. I got stuck in uh, Denver going back to college, and I was like, "Go, to, go to the USO office." Yeah, and just there. And I was like, okay, so I'm following this, like, sea of, like, military men who just got off the <laughs> their flight. And, like, here, here's me. And they're like, you can't be in here. And I was like, but I can. Can. Here's my ID. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, okay. I'm like, You yeah. can be here. I'm like, yes, I promise. I know I can be here. Yeah. I was like, my, my dad's one of you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys way too well. Yeah, I mean, he's 30 years older, but he's one of you. <laughs> You'll be like him one day. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, no, thank you so much for doing this, too. Like, I okay. guess. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child in Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.